You're listening to the Back Table Comedy Podcast. President Trump saved thousands of lives. Many of you are Democrat governors said President Trump did a phenomenal job. Forget it, Donnie. You're out of your element. Oh, really? Go take a look. People that (laughs) would not be necessarily on my side said that. President Trump did a phenomenal job. Donnie, you're out of your element. By the way, I brought back Big Ten football. (laughs) It was me, and I'm very happy to do it. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. And welcome to episode number 73 of the Backtable Comedy Podcast. It is Andrew Crone and Josh Ashton rolling solo. Yep. No one wants to be our friends tonight. Which is fine. It's all right. Um, Eat Popeyes on our own then. I'm really loving these new new tracks that Ishmael's Titmilk has given us. Yeah, Ishmael's got a spark of, uh, I guess the Covey got them too, I guess. The milk. Wasn't dried up, I guess. <laughs> thought the milk was dried up, but... What do you mean? Why, why do you think the COVID got them? Because everyone was thirsty for milk, and they had to give people what they do, what they wanted. Is that what a, sign of, a symptom of COVID is? Giving people what they want? Yeah. Your titties get bursting with milk, <laughs> and then you have to... Milk them? Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense, I guess. <clears throat> yeah. That's going to happen to Trump. His titties are going to like swell up with They milk. already are swollen up. And then they're going to start like oozing. Like as he's on TV, you'll see little like, you know when pregnant ladies, like all of a sudden just their shirts are wet on their nipples because mm-hmm. their milk is leaking? I usually, I assume just because I walked in the room. But... Oh. <laughs> is that a sign that ladies are into you? Yeah, <laughs> their they nipples... start lactating you. <laughs> That's some deep-seated like... Uh... Like, uh, like, tri- like, like, that's some tribal shit. animal shit, yeah, dude. That's animal instinct. That's how you know. <clears throat> She's a lactating, then you better get to Dayton. That's what, uh, Dayton, Ohio? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of lactating girls in Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> uh, the whole reason, part of the problem, uh, for Trump having COVID, he has COVID, by the way. We're recording this on the day that that was released. Mm-hmm. This morning he ha- uh, was announced, and then this evening he was put in the hospital. So, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because last night I heard they did the thing where his co-worker had it. Yeah. And then he was getting tested, and then like an hour later, it's like, he has COVID. Yeah, like pretty much the same thing that happened to Boris Johnson. They announced it in the morning, and then by the time it was the evening, it was like, oh yeah, Fucking he's a pig hospital. in the street. Yeah. Which is interesting, because the White House has like a clinic, and they can fly in the best doctors in the world. Yeah. It's so the fact he has to go to the hospital probably isn't a good sign for him. Mm-hmm. That'd be so funny if he, like, accidentally gave, like, Biden the thing, too. And then they just, all, all the candidates die. Well, that, that's, well, apparently there's already been, like, three million votes based on these candidates. So if Trump does die, it's going to be a whole fucking shit show. 
Who knows what's going to happen, dude? I'm interested That'd be to nuts. see. Have a president get impeached and then still be president, and then all of a sudden he dies of like a disease that he was playing off the whole time? I mean, that's what I first thought this morning when it was announced. Like, I bet he doesn't even really have it. He's going to pretend to have it for like a few days and go, ah, see, I got over it. Yeah. It's not, it's not a big deal. Yeah. But then he's like, oh, he's in the hospital. Okay. Well, maybe he does have it then. Yeah. <clears throat> Plus, a lot of his followers don't believe in it, right? Yeah. So he would lose a lot of people. Like, he's just nothing but trying to please them, I right? believe it's the definition of irony. Yeah. How he was downplaying it for the first, uh, yeah. you know, part of the year. He was against masks, and then all of a sudden he started wearing one. And... I don't know. He probably won't die from it. Everyone says he's going to die. I don't think he will. And, I've, you know, if I've learned anything from 2020, it's that nothing I've really wanted this year has happened. <laughs> nothing that I've wanted has happened. So I hope that he has a speedy recovery. <laughs> It's so nuts. So he's like, "Well, the Houston, did you watch the debate thing?" <clears throat> oh God, no! I have for shit. I don't have. I'm, I was watching. It, I was in shock. Y- you know me. I get angry at the slightest thing. Could oh, you imagine me sitting the there watching the whole debate and not just throwing a TV through the window? Well, because everyone gets two minutes, right? So Trump does his two minutes uninterrupted, and then Biden starts, and he gets ten seconds in, and then Trump starts talking over top of him, just. Not about anything. He just starts like just going da da loud noises. Shut up, man. <laughs> yeah, That's one don't... thing I saw. I saw a bunch of clips from it. But... Yeah, it was basically like if you were at a show getting heckled and the heckler had a microphone. Oh, it was the worst. That sounds terrible. And then he, uh, then Biden started getting pissed because Trump kept. Doesn't matter what Biden was talking about. Trump would be like, "Yeah, what about your son who's a drug addict?" <gasps> and like he kept bringing that up, and then he finally snapped on him. And that was him. one of the. Points that were towards the whole, I bet Trump doesn't actually have it, was one of because now he has an excuse not to go back to any debates and embarrass mm-hmm. himself. Yeah, he was not, he was ill-equipped for that. When he had to, he had a layup. He had like a, like a T-ball <clears throat> sitting out there waiting when he asked How him. How many swings did he take though? 400? None. He didn't even take one swing. He just had to de- uh, denounce white supremacy. Oh yeah, that. And he refused to do it because he was scared to lose all those people. I mean, this guy was a real jerk. And then all the other world leaders went and denounced white supremacy. Even I think <laughs> I read that even the Proud Boys denounced white supremacy. Really? And they are supposed to be white supremacy. <laughs> yeah. And yet Trump just goes, uh, "What do you? How do you want me? How do you? Want how do you me do to that? Say it? How do you? He just kept asking. How would you like me to word it? What I don't know. What yeah. comes from your heart when you think of white <laughs> supremacy? Yeah. Don't ask him that. Well, that's that's a trick. I actually want to hear what he thinks, and then that'll fuck him. Yeah, is he like the guy kept asking? He's like, just say it, just say that you denounce white supremacy. He's like, oh well, how do you want me? As I don't know if I can. Say, ah, and then Biden's like, come on, just say it, just just take the ticket, just take, take the ticket. Come on, just take it. But he refused, and I think it's his downfall now. Is it? Everyone saw how retarded he was on that, and he's like, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty impressive when you get out talked by Joe Biden. <laughs> Yeah, who can barely like Joe like Biden had good points, but he kept going duh, 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 like his, his autism or his uh, Alzheimer's kept kicking in. If they really wanted to throw a little wrench in Biden's plan. They was would have had a, a little black kid standing beside him, <laughs> touching his leg, touching hair. his leg hairs <laughs> by the pool. <laughs> he just has one leg you rolled up when they walk out, and they're like, "Oh no!" Like, oh yeah, he's he doing it. Oh, he did say that at one point, didn't he? <laughs> Fuck! Ah. It's a tiny little pool, like what Mister Rogers was bathing his feet in. I just think it's hilarious that that's, of all the people in America, that's the two that it's come down to, to run the place. Well, if one dies, then who's sneaking in? Bernie, dude. 
Run as a Republican? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I am now a Republican. I knew it this whole time. I, I realize now what I have to do in politics. You got to play the game. <laughs> I wasn't playing the game. I was being honest, and that's not what politics is about. <laughs> he, he downplayed the virus, and that was his downfall. And now I am reap the benefits. I am reap. <laughs> that's his name. I am reap I the am, benefits. I'm re- <laughs> Who wrote? Oh, sorry. Uh, I am Reap. My the speech, benefits. <laughs> my speechwriter puts his name in the speech. I always have to edit it out myself. I must have missed one. <laughs> oh, you're a sneaky guy, Reap. <laughs> Reap, sneaky Reap. There's one thing I can't stand. It's a sneaky Reap. <laughs> Slippery Reap. <clears throat> but yeah. Oh, speaking of slippery Reaps, dude, I shit yourself. Almost. Mm. Fuck it. It was the closest I've come since I was five years old to mm. actually shitting my pants. <laughs> like I was like I was driving to work and I was supposed to go straight to my to the my dad's house. Who's what the, song was on the radio? Nothing. I, that's how bad it was. I turned the radio off and <laughs> sat in silence. That's how close I was. I was actually because I, I was supposed to just go to the house like where all the and meet up and then we were going to go somewhere from there. And I was like, all right, I'll go to the house, take a big shit. Perfect. Halfway through, I get a call. He's like, oh, just meet at the job site. It's over here. I'm like, oh, really? Mm. <laughs> so, so, I like, I get there, and I, like, had to drop off a tool. And then all yeah. of a sudden, I was just like... Is that what you call it? No, I didn't get a chance to... Dropping off a tool? <laughs> I didn't. I, I had to drop off a whole fucking, fucking set of wrenches. Toolbox. Whole bunch of monkeys. So I get there, I drop it off. I'm like, I'm gonna shit my pants. I gotta go. And I was like, what? And it was like kind of in like a, you know, a, by a, a Smith Creek where all the orchards are and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was driving and I was looking at all the orchards and I was like, oh, I'm just like, I was to the point like I was sweating around the collar of my neck, of my shirt was just drenched. And I was like, my eyes are watering. I turned the radio off because that was too distracting. Huh? My left foot was planted so hard on the ground. That my body, my ba- my butt lifted off the seat, and I was basically like doing a plank across me, like nothing was touching the seat. I was clenching and driving at the same time. Well, down this windy. So bad, like you just know oh. if you're in a sitting position, it'll just come out. Oh, it was the definition of it was twitching like a bunny's Did nose. Did you drive back to your dad's? Yeah, because it was only like ten minutes away. You're not gonna but use a porta potty. There wasn't any because oh. we were doing uh, city sidewalks, so it was just in the middle of the roads. Oof. So there's no. It wasn't like a regular job site. So that's why I was looking down the orchards. I'm like, the the pickers have to have a like a porta potty or something, or I'll just shit on a tree. Or it's a, a bigger tree than the rest that they go behind. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> so I fucking it was the closest I've ever been. And then I'm coming up the hill to his house. What do I get stuck behind? A fucking school bus. <laughs> That stops every two blocks, and you're not allowed to pass school buses. Yep. So I'm sitting there, and it's just creeping up oh, the hill man, that would be... and stopping. And I'm like, holy fuck. And then, it, like, but at this point, I'm out of the orchards, and I'm into, like, civilization. You and the bus are creeping uphill. The poop is creeping <laughs> downhill. <laughs> it was bad. It was like I was seeing, like, like you know on, like, Taxi Driver where he just... He's looking, red. Well, he's looking at his bubbling, like, seltzer in his coffee, or in his drink, and he just zooms in and starts the high-pitched noise, just gets louder and louder. That was me driving. Like, I was getting tunnel vision, and I was, like, I was sweating. My eyes were watering. And I was fully ready to accept, like, if I, like, as I had to sneeze, like, I could feel it, and I was like, that's not happening. Like, the one, I was like, 
fuck you. You're not, and then this bus happened, and I was like, fuck you, bus. I'm going to have to take a dump in front of a bunch of little kids on the side of the road. How dare you? It was the worst experience of my life. Did you make it? Oh, yeah. Barely. It was like dumb and dumber stuff. Like, it was like as I sat down, <laughs> it was like fucking faster than gravity, just like sucking it out of my ass. <laughs> I almost peed in front of my ex, peed my pants in front of my ex-girlfriend back when I was trying to win her back. <laughs> Would have been the worst. Just, I was driving just because you were nervous. You no, know, we were we were had a couple of beach beers and I was driving her to work, and I had to pee so bad because yeah. I was driving from Peachland back into Kelowna. It was to the point where like I thought my uterus was gonna explode. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I need smokes. And I was like, all right, cool. So we go and I park and she goes in for I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna go pee and I just go behind the fucking gas station. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like seriously right like, on a homeless I was seriously just sitting there like I'm gonna pee my pants for her. I'm I'm and that's nothing is that's nuts. Oh, it was bad. Well I realized because you know how like you know when like crackheads come into a store and they're like in a rush and they're like all antsy and they're like or just have to poo well it's like that's when i have to pee really bad that's how i am i turn into like a drug addict because like they're feeling like that their feeling of needing those drugs and needing money and needing to whatever must be like they have to they're holding in the worst pee 24 hours a day well you and I both know that the closest I've come to pooping myself recently <laughs> in the frozen tundras of northern BC. <laughs> Minus 27. <laughs> a poopsicle just broke off your butt. Chain link fence. <laughs> Waffling my shit. <laughs> and then freezing it back together like the liquid metal Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> you shot it after? <laughs> and then as it warmed up in the summer, all the little bead particles just like collected together again and made another poo. Of course, I'm a Terminator. It's probably still making its way back from <laughs> Prince George to <laughs> go back into my It's bum. like Venom. <laughs> it's not going to rest. <clears throat> Did you watch Tenet yet? No. I ought to... Good. Sounds like I don't want to pay for it if you said it was that bad. Yeah, don't, don't pay wait for, for it to come on demand. Yeah, don't pay for that shit, dude. Also, I don't really want to go to a theater. Theaters are pretty sweet right now. There's only like three people go to them, so it's like you and like an empty theater. When saw E.T. in the theater? That was pretty fucking. What sweet. year? This year? Yeah. <laughs> like a month ago. Oh, interesting. Me and the lady went. She'd never seen E.T. So, and I was like, "Yeah, it's fucking it's Steven Spielberg, good movie." That's all I remembered. Elliot. Yeah, and then at the end, because the lady's super sensitive to like things dying, like she started crying at. Uh, uh, we were watching War of the Planet of the Apes, and she started crying because the monkeys were hurting each other. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, and They're apes, but okay. So like, that's how sensitive she is to like stuff dying, and I totally forgot about that part where E.T. disappears in the woods, and then they find him like dead in a ditch, all white. <laughs> I totally... Because <laughs> she's like, oh, this is funny. Like she liked the movie and stuff, and then all of a sudden he gets lost, and she's like, uh oh. And then like the next scene, he's like riding his bike, looks down a bridge into like a, a stream that's like drying up, and there's E.T. white, just like. <laughs> Why was he all white again? I forget. Because he was sick. Because he was, I don't know. Because he was separated from his own kind for too long. And got yeah, sick. but then when they're sending him home, he's fine again. Yeah, because they made him better. How though? Elliot, the Elliot touched him or whatever. But because they they 
they fed off each other's energy like they were connected god what a stupid movie <laughs> Yeah. Fucking probably looked like your poo that you left in Prince George. What a dumb fucking movie. <laughs> oh, just put him on a magic flying bicycle, and when the police come, we'll just fly into the moon. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, who's there was a kid? Oh fuck, there was a kid who was one of the bike gang kids, and I was like, oh, it's that guy. He was like a Drew Barrymore. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, not Drew Barrymore. It was like this kid. That I've seen in a million movies, like, as an adult. And I was like, oh, fucking that guy. Oh. Fucking sweet. I love that guy. <laughs> I'll never remember it. I can't search it up. What did I search up? Bike kid? <laughs> E.T. bike kid, <laughs> who is now an adult in movies. <laughs> there we go. E.T. bike kids. <clears throat> Cast. Where the funk? Oh, fuck, shit. E.T. cast. Oh, uh, C. Thomas Howell. The one who did blackface? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pony Boy, dude. <clears throat> I, uh, I haven't really seen him in many movies as an adult, to be honest. <laughs> no, he was in... He was in uh, E.T., yeah. He was in Outsiders and he was in Soul Man. Soul Man. Where he went in blackface to blend in at college or something like that? He went he did blackface so he could get a scholarship to a college that only applies to African Americans. <laughs> so the white guy So he's taking advantage. He's taking it it took a scholarship away from a real African American by doing blackface. <laughs> but it's a comedy. Yeah, it's all lighthearted. It's pretty dark hearted actually. Well light hearted, dark skinned. Oh yeah. Comedy. Yeah, yeah. Is it like wiped from history, or can you still get that oh, movie? I'm sure somewhere? you can still find it. <laughs> you gotta watch that. Oh, I guarantee we can find it. He was in Copland, I think. He's been in a bunch of stuff, but he's always just kind of pops up, and you're like, "Oh, it's yeah. Pony Boy." Oh yeah, that guy. Pretty sure Ralph Macchio's had a better career. Yeah, he died <laughs> in a church fire. Yeah, or because of a church fire. Yeah, not in it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I started watching uh, uh, Ratched. Oh, yeah. The Nurse Ratched spinoff prequel thing. Was that the one you were telling me about when we were in Vancouver? Yeah, it's it's a good show if you just don't associate it with Cuckoo's Nest at all. Yeah, because apparently she's like a psycho. Yeah, it's like a standalone show, and then it barely links together. Because, they, yeah, they make her like a psychopathic killer, or it's like a horror movie. But it's a pretty good show. But they do a lot of ripping off. I don't know if it's like homages, but it's blatant. Like they, for one episode, they just used all the Cape Fear music. <clears throat> Shows do that now. Um, I think I think they thought they could get away with it or something. Like they bought the rights to the Cape Fear soundtrack. Well, did the same guy who made Cuckoo's Next make Cape Fear though? No, Scorsese made Cape Fear. Yeah, okay. Because the only other show I've noticed that does that is... Uh, the show Fargo, hmm. but that just does references to like other Coen Brothers movies, oh. not not just Fargo. So, as more of a homage though. Oh, yeah, maybe uh, the original Cape Fear. I don't know who's involved in that one, but all I hear is not Nick Nolte. I'll tell you that. I was like, that's fucking Cape Fear. And then there's in a different episode. I think they use the Psycho music. 
Pretty much. Like they're just full on taking other soundtracks and just applying it. Well, so I'm keeping my ears freaking peeled. You should sue somebody. I should. Since you are the original composer of all those tracks. No, no, not me, dude. Bernard Herman. <laughs> For real? Yeah. <laughs> the only reason Why I, do you know that? The only reason I know that is because I downloaded the Taxi Driver soundtrack one time, and that's who made it. Yesterday? No. It's on my... Uh, back when I was like super... Incel. Back when you were, <laughs> and I was like, I'm like Travis Bickle. Back when you thought Travis Bickle was a good role model. Yeah, I was like, that guy's cool. I'm gonna try and be like that guy. <laughs> so yeah, I wouldn't be like Brad Pitt from Fight Club. Just because that's like a cool uh, song or soundtrack. But then uh, something I recently noticed, I was listening to the soundtrack, and then it's like one of the songs is like. Dit. You know the Between Two Ferns song? Oh, yeah. That's just flat out from... Really? <laughs> yeah, that's where it's from. Hmm. So I, was, I always knew I knew it from somewhere, but I was like, maybe it's just like basic elevator music that they use or something like that. But It's a good track. <clears throat> yeah, it's called like Travis at the Store or something is the name of the song. <laughs> Travis Drives in the Streets. <clears throat> We had a pretty good time in Vancouver. Yeah. It was a good trip. The only shady thing is we couldn't party on the one, one day because all the bars closed at 9.30 and 10 o'clock. Yeah. Wasn't really that into it anyway. Instead, got some churches. So we ate churches chicken. My fucking churches. Mm-hmm. Give me that Louisiana barbecue. Mm-hmm. Literally. Okay, so we got the full Vancouver experience within 12 hours. The oh, yeah. The first person that we saw... After getting out of Jordan's car, because we had to go to 604 Records so that Stuart could get his merch. Chad Kruger. We're walking towards this the crosswalk, and this crackhead is walking towards us. And I go to pull my mask out, of mm-hmm. my because it's underneath my hoodie. Yeah. And she goes, don't you dare pull a gun on me. And then she keeps <laughs> walking, and we're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Bitch, don't talk to me. You should have done like the... Like the... Or, uh, uh, Grand Torino at the end where he just pulls his finger out and oh, <laughs> all right, I won't pull a gun on you. And then Whoop-ha! we're waiting. Out, we're waiting for Stu. We couldn't go inside because we don't have albums, and uh, you're only allowed inside if you have an album. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. And uh, <laughs> so we're waiting outside, and Jordan's like, "Oh, I saw it. there's a pharmacy up the road. We're gonna get a mask." So we're walking up the road, and we just walk past these, I assume, crackheads. <laughs> Just like hanging out by a fence, and then in front of them, there's just a safe injection site worker just hanging out with them all mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. get up, like with the plastic and everything in her yeah. outside her van, just like hanging out for them, waiting for them, lining with them to OD, I guess. Just like, yeah, it's basically, ine- it's inevitable. They do. You just hover around them, waiting for them to OD, and then we check in the hotel and all that. And Jordan goes off to his first show, and I just get a text from him that says. I got off on the wrong bus stop, and a crackhead full-on grabbed my ass. I was like, oh, all right. And then I got the story from him later that he said that uh, he was supposed to get off at, like, West Pender, but I got off at East Pender, which is totally different. It's like 20, yeah. 15, 20 blocks different. Other, t- other side of town. So he gets off, and he's in the middle of, like, Crack Alley. <laughs> And he like he's like finally makes it out of there. He thinks he's in the clear, and then took a wrong turn. And he's Pender. grabs his ass, 
He turns around and he said he just had this horrified look on his face. Like, what the fuck? We probably thought she was trying to pickpocket. And then she just laughed in his face at how horrified he was. She like (laughs) got off on it. She was revving. She's like, ah, yeah, you fucking hate hate that, don't you? Yeah, you got a personal bubble, don't you? Then I went inside of it. Really? (laughs) He was like, what the fuck? Violated. And then later on that night, we were hanging out at this comedian's house. We ate a bunch of mushrooms and smoked a bunch of weed, drank a bunch of beers. And then we're walking back to our hotel, and we just see this guy on the street outside of his car, and his trunk's popped. And he looks pretty <laughs> sketchy. Trunk's already open, waiting for you. <laughs> that's what I was. That's the first thing that popped in my head. He's gonna pace him back and forth, talking to himself, and he sees me and Jordan, and then I see that he sees us, and I go, "Fuck, fuck, fuck!" And I just hear him mumble, "You know what I'm saying." <laughs> what he's saying at all so i'm just gonna keep walking and i just hear me and jordan both here oh i see you want to i see how it is you want to see my taser huh and then it starts going and we're just like what the fuck just get the fuck out of here he's just doing tasing sound. he either has a real taser or he's just doing that with his mouth let's get the fuck out of here so and then five minutes later jordan points up the sidewalk goes is that a raccoon or a cat i'm like well that's way too small to be a raccoon it's definitely a cat he goes oh what about that and just points right in front of us what about that oh that's a skunk (laughs) and you're on mushrooms it was so close like we could have we almost kicked it (laughs) when we were walking because we didn't notice it and just runs away from us if it sprayed us it would have ruined our whole fucking weekend yeah you have to have a tomato bath right after that we were like what the fuck Get us out of here. <laughs> what happened? I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> this is COVID Vancouver. Going it's even crazy. <laughs> even more messed up now. It really is. It affects everyone differently. They wear a mask everywhere. There's lineups in, outside of every restaurant. Yeah. Every liquor store. I would hate to live in a big city like that during mm-hmm. COVID. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that would fucking... Every time I go to Vancouver, I can't wait to leave. Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> I don't know why I keep going back. <laughs> Yeah, it was fucking rusty. Was, uh, Good shows, though. Haven't done my material in about, f- what, five months? Yeah, I really like Hood 29. Eek. That's a good... Uh, yeah, that's a sweet place. And those comedy ring guys. <clears throat> yeah. I like Shout that out. place. Yeah. Also, if you're ever in Vancouver and you're feeling hungry, check out Side Hustle Sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Because you're hungry. Why? Because you're hungry. That's their thing. Their uh, What did you say? Motto. I just ate. I'm not hungry. No, but that's their motto. Oh. Side hustle sandwiches. Because you're hungry. Because <laughs> you're hungry. I feel why? like we were just in a meeting. Like, why are people going to come to our store? Because they're oh, hungry. Because you're hungry. Fucking idiot. That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it crazy bread. Oh, tiny little crazy sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, I was a bit rusty, too. I, I hadn't performed indoors since, like, July. Oh, yeah. I haven't performed since the Zoom days. <laughs> hey. No, you didn't really go to Dakotas when it was back open, did you? Yeah, I did. Well, then I was just hitting the open mics. Oh. That's all we had, though. Right? No, we, had weekend, we had weekend shows. Oh, I think I was doing one weekend a night, or uh, one night a weekend. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't enough to, because I was doing new stuff, and I'm, like, going to vancouver i'm like i'm not gonna do new stuff that yeah I've never that's done all before. i was doing when we were open back up for that month was just new stuff that i'd written yeah as i thought it was back open stuff <clears throat> and now I, yeah now i'm just relying on the old stuff because i'm not comfortable with my new stuff because it was you know half worked out mm-hmm. and there's no point in writing new stuff because you can't work it out mm-hmm. frustrating i know 
Well, I tried the old stuff. Even like basic one-liners, I was fucking up. Remember I, I did s- notice <laughs> your joke uh, at the second show that you did. If you're going to get blown by a horse, present your dick with a flat hand is how it's supposed to go. Yeah. If you're getting blown by a horse, present your dick with a flat hand. That way it won't bite your fingers off. The way you said it. <laughs> Not the right way. If you're ever getting blown by a horse, make sure that your hand is flat and that your dick is flat on your hand. A lot of trial and error on that one. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Well, there was one that I, I started, but I said the punchline in the opening or in the, the intro thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I said, ah, I don't want to tell that. <laughs> Fuck it. As if there was more. And then they're like, what? And I was like, eh. well, they didn't say that, but like you could see on their faces. They're like, oh, well, okay. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to tell that joke. I'm over it. Maybe I'll tell it later and see if you guys spot it or not. And then oh, I just yeah. told it immediately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was. It was like such a dumb, like easy one that should be just part of like muscle memory. I will say that at uh, Mark Hughes' show, that uh, Tar Tank crushed harder than I think it's ever crushed before. The joke it's a very had, strong the joke. The joke had retard strength that night. Crushed it harder than any bunny's been crushed. The joke was retarded and the audience was a bunny. <laughs> crushed. It fucking crushed. Yeah, I got to... Like it, it crushed so hard I could barely follow it with date rape afterwards. Yeah, they kind of like climaxed. Yeah, <laughs> I should have just left the stage. Well, that's what I did because I still had a bunch left, but then I had gotten the light, which means two minutes is what Ed told us. Yeah. So I was like, all right. And I got the light and then I did one that did really good. And I was like, okay, I'm not risking it and got the fuck out of there. <laughs> I was like, this is also, it's also, restaurants are at half mass or half. <laughs> half mass? Half capacity. Half capacity. But usually, like, when restaurants are, or when shows are half capacity, they still group them in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like, they keep them all together still. They kind of clump them. Now they just spread them. But now it's like, yeah, it's half capacity, but it's still spread out as far as, like, over the whole restaurant. So there's, like, you can't ever get anything going. It's just, like, kind of one-off jokes and never never really bonds together. They spread them like that dude spread your cheeks back in 2003. <laughs> what? Hmm? What happened there? Huh? I don't know. You telling me. I was 11. Yeah. Perfect age. <laughs> I know. I was 13. Freaking idiot. Me. Douche. <laughs> Don't even know your own age and what year. <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't that, like, exciting of a trip. I mean, Yeah, they weren't horrible shows, but they weren't anything to write home to mama. You know what I'm saying? It was just nice to perform again. Mm-hmm. I think the first show I did on the Friday night at Hood 29 was my favorite show I did all weekend though hmm. I don't know if it was just because it was my first one back and I was like oh <laughs> is that what you did oh I went oh 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 it's my first game pat my first belly. gig back pat my belly like I just finished a big turkey dinner I was like oh <laughs> that was satisfying oh I'm doing my belt now <laughs> so I think it's funny all these places with the hand sanitizer Everyone walks into every building as if they're, like, about to feast on something, right? <laughs> like, like, they they're rubbing their hands, but they're, like, walking in, like, licking their lips. Just like, yeah. Yeah. As if you're looking at, like, a fucking, like, a baked potato on the oven. You're just like, ah, yeah. Just, like, rubbing you, your hands together. Is that something you do often? I don't bake many potatoes. You do rub your hands while looking at baked potatoes? But I'm, like, 
but I'm like, like barely peeking around the corner as I'm doing it. I'm oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, that seems like unsafe kitchen practices. <clears throat> Who's supervising that baked potato? Me. I'm peeking around the corner. From around the corner. What if it catches fire? You can't get there in time. That's never happened here, dude. Well, in all yet. my my potato peeking days, I've never had one burst into flames from me staring at it. I don't think that's how flames work, but I don't know enough about fire to argue, so I'm going to too. Anyway, should we hit a break? Let's go to a quick break, and when we come back, more Popeye's Chicken Talk right. here on the Popeye's Chicken Cast. This is Cool Taylor, and you're listening to the Back Table Comedy Podcast. Fuck yes! Picture like an actual baby on set <laughs> in a crib, and this fucking baby can't even fucking act. Dennis Quaid lost it. Jesus Christ! <clears throat> yeah, you don't be the dick. <laughs> I got these fucking zombies. This fucking baby over here. Never play it again. What the fuck? Keep going. I am acting here, and this dickhead wanders onto my set. I can't even get a line out. Until don't be the dick starts whispering <laughs> in your ear and you're not even watching anymore. Sounds like he's on the verge of crying. Don't, don't fucking Probably is. Me. He's an actor. They're fucking pussies. I'm a pro. This is the most unprofessional set I have ever, ever been, been on. This is horse shit. <laughs> I've got these fucking zombies over here that I have to look at. I have a bunch of pussies staring at me <laughs> and this fucking baby. This fucking garbage. baby. Google? Google? Okay. <laughs> Dada? Blow me. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Blow me. Sorry, sir. Sorry. Sorry, Mr. Quaid. I got this. I got this. I got a crazy brother. <laughs> wow, he, went, he went full Randy on that. Full Randy Quaid. Yeah, Randy Quaid's never gone that crazy before. Yeah, usually he just believes in weird conspiracies. <laughs> Aliens and shit. Grows a Santa beard and lives in a cabin. But, uh... Hey, he turned into Uncle Ed. <laughs> Cousin Eddie. <laughs> Cousin Eddie. He really is. At the end of the day, he turned into the very thing. He... <laughs> it's like it's funny when all these actors have those blow-ups because it's like, what possibly makes you that mad? Like I'm acting here. Like I could see maybe you're on set for twelve I'm hours. In character here. Yeah. I am acting. <laughs> I got dopey the dick over here. 
Oh, he's yeah. like, I gotta stare at these zombies. It's like they're people who work there. They're not gonna like fucking talk and make faces at you. Only knows that actors take themselves way too seriously, and that video is uh, proof. I am a professional. That in the Christian Bale blow up. <laughs> yeah, the Christian Bale one was funny because he was trying to stay in character, but he oh, kept... good for <laughs> you. Hush, <laughs> stop for one fucking second. Well, it's because he. Because he's trying, because he's a method actor, so he's trying to stay in character while being angry, but then his actual accent starts coming out. Slipping out. <laughs> what were you doing? I was, I was adjusting the light. Oh, good, good for, for you. you. <laughs> I am fucking lighting here. <laughs> you have to mash up. I can't even get a fucking spotlight rigged up without Dopey the Dick here yelling at me about acting. <laughs> I should make those two argue each other. I got these fucking Terminators over here. <laughs> oh, oh, bada bing. <laughs> it's like every mobster movie. If you hear like all all the guys at the same time go, oh, like you know someone got fucking burned hard. <laughs> or someone stepped out of line. Hmm, yeah, I got it down at the whorehouse from your mother. Oh, oh, oh come on. <laughs> Good one, Tone. <laughs> Uh, hey, Tone. Was like that your tone. James Gandolfini? No, I'm, I can only do Sill. Yeah, my sniffing is uh, James Gandolfini. Here's Tony Soprano eating ziti. Come! <laughs> Pass the palm! AJ! AJ! AJ, quit you crying. <laughs> Willow, you can't date a black guy. <laughs> Who's the gay guy that was on there? The big fat guy? Fat Vito. Vito. <laughs> it's so funny when they found him out. <laughs> that was sad, actually. Well, it was like, no, like when he was in the bar dressed as a cop. Oh, that, that guy, was funny. When that guy bumped into him, and he's like dressed as a cop. He's like, no, I'm undercover. <laughs> but the aftermath was actually kind of sad. Oh, yeah, that was rough. Like, ah, oh, you're gay. You can't be in our gang of men. Yeah. What? Where we sit around and... Eat sausage all fucking day? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That sounds pretty fucking gay to me. <laughs> sit around with no shirt on. What do you mean I can't do all that? With a, with a tanning mirror yeah. in front of a... What do you mean I can't cappuccino? be gay and do that stuff? <laughs> Have you been to New York City? Have yeah. you been to the city? I wear just as much jewelry as you guys. So Did he end I... up killing himself or he just got kind of... He got pushed... whacked. Did he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, by the, the cousin, wasn't it? I can't remember. I have to rewatch that Someone show every did. couple of years. Yeah, I should rewatch it now, actually. It's probably about time. Mm hmm. Although I've got too much on my plate. Nah. Besides, Besides this one piece of chicken. <laughs> got an album to work on. Got a roast to prepare for. Oh, yeah, when's fucking, the roast? Uh, the 16th, I'm thinking, but I don't know. It's That's the week after. I got Camus Comedy Fest to fucking prepare for. Fucking oh, yeah, next week. Too much shit going on right now. Yeah. Are you staying over? Yeah, I'm I'm doing shows Thursday and Friday, and I'm just going to stay for Saturday because there's going to be some celebrations or whatever. Oh, yeah. So I'll stay for that. And, cool. I mean, hotels are already paid for. So yeah. I'm just staying the Friday night. Then leaving on Saturday, half drunk probably still. Yeah, I'm seeing for Jason Rose Thursday, and then again on Friday in Salmon Arm. Nice. And Saturday, I'm just gonna fucking hang out in good old Kamloops. 
Oh, fuck. Hopefully get on a show or something. Did you see the trailer for the new Borat? Yeah. It's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, it did. And uh, it's coming out because they showed 23rd. it. 23rd. Yeah, they I mean, showed it right after the debates. They showed and it. It comes out right before it. the election or what, some. Before the results. Some, yeah, the results. Yeah, it's going to be freaking wicked. <clears throat> yeah, it's funny. Trump kept like holding it over everyone's head. He kept like threatening that there's like bad stuff is going to happen if he's not elected. He kept being like, oh, yeah, November. He kept saying he has like, okay. yeah, white supremacists are going to start fucking shooting people. Sounds like instigation to me. Yeah. Well, it's what it is. He's basically like threatening me like, hey, you better get me there or else this is going to happen. And then he kept saying, I have a I have a COVID uh, vaccine. It's going to come out on November 1st. Like basically the day that he does or doesn't get elected. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he's like hanging that over. He's like, oh, I have a vaccine. Well, Vote for uh, me. Some like, yeah, okay. they gave him an experimental drug to combat the coronavirus. Yeah. Finally, thinking about experimental drugs. <laughs> Maybe he'll Test lose him on his hair. presidents. That's, what, that yeah. was, that's <laughs> a good thing to do. Oh, I hope he loses his fucking $7,500 hair, whatever the fuck. He, that's how much it costs? Yeah, that's how much he wrote off for oh. hair for hairstyling. Oh, my God. That's and fucking horseshit. How much did he pay in taxes? Ah, I don't know. Take off two zeros off that number. $750. That's, that's fucking nuts. It's like, who's that one millionaire that got divorced and they went over all the wife's... Uh, Pretty sure I pay more taxes than Donald Trump does. Probably. If you pay any, then that's more. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then I definitely did. Yeah, there was some like big rich guy, like a billionaire, and he divorced and then his wife had like a breakdown of all the things she needed, her monthly expenses for her alimony. Lifestyle. Yeah. One was like, yeah, haircut was like $50,000. Jesus. One was... Uh, like dog walking was like twenty thousand. It's like it's never been a thing. <laughs> like this hmm. isn't a thing. She hmm. was getting like a month, like huh? Fifteen million a month or something like that. And it broke it down. There was like two million dollars for like uh nails or something. Like, like really stupid things that it would cost like a Is she bucks. getting them done every fucking day at she, the most expensive salon? She I don't know how she has enough minutes in the day. <laughs> I saw another one this this guy. He has to charge, or he's getting what's charged. This, what's this here? Two million dollars for more minutes in a day? That's not a thing, is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, don't want to make her angry. Just shove. Oh uh, God, she's shove a it re- over. Real she devil. Just give it to her. <laughs> yeah, this one guy had to pay uh, child support to her to his wife. They didn't even have kids. <laughs> That's like, a fucking crock of shit. I know, but like it was like some loophole where she found. They titled it something else, but it's in any other thing, it's what life, what child support is. And she was getting like, yeah, twenty grand a month or something, child support. And he's like, we don't even have fucking kids. I mean, like, what the fuck? When you're rich already, and someone marries you, that's you know, uh, that's if I was rich and then someone also wanted to marry me, I would immediately assume they're only in it for the money, and then yeah, I would get a prenup. Yeah. Freaking ding dong. You want to be with me? You want access to my money? While you're with me, you can sign a prenup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Suck on that dick. Suck on this prenup, bitch. <laughs> you make me pay child support when you even got no kids because of a loophole? Fuck that shit. God damn Fuck idiot. that shit. I would, even, if, even if I married a gay man and I was gay and we got divorced and he tried to pull that shit, I'd be like, no way, no how. Child support? I know we didn't have no kids because we got two dinghies. Two what? Dinghies. Dinghies? Dinghies. Okay. 
Dogs, dingoes. Dingy dongs? We raised dogs together. (laughs) (laughs) That's the child support? Me and my boyfriend, (laughs) Frank Johnson. And, oh yeah, Frank Johnson from the last episode. Yeah. I know that guy. You know, from down at the Dingo Dog Emporium. (laughs) The what? (laughs) The the Dinky Dog Emporium. (laughs) Frank Frank Johnson's Dinky Dog Emporium. You know the one? <laughs> Come on down. Anyways, I got some news. If you, got, you? If you want to talk about, if you want to talk about the slow news that happened instead of the the fast news. Okay. Well, let me cue up the freaking dingy dong. It's time for slow news day. All right. Our first article today comes from Calgary. Huh? Your favorite place. <clears throat> To watch hockey? Yeah, not the people. Well, this will prove it. Students suspended. Oh, I heard about over this recording of Calgary school principal using N word. Yeah, they got in trouble. They got in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> for recording the principal using the N word. And you go, why? What? That doesn't make any sense. And then the first sentence of the article makes it all make sense. Why would the principal Calgary Catholic School District? Oh, so they're not even supposed to have recording devices. Mm, Because they're against God. Blasphemer! And Jesus wasn't white. Calgary Catholic School District says word used strictly for educational purposes. Get those N-words out of my class. (laughs) African-American. What? I was being educational for the white kids. It is pretty rough, like when we had to read Underground to Canada. And kids had to say the actual word when they're... Did you ever read that book in school? Yeah, I never volunteered to read though, because I'm not oh. a racist. Yeah, no, the teacher would, uh, it would, like, it would go down the row. Everyone gets a few, like, one page or something, and then yeah. go to the next person. Except we grew up in West Bank, and you know, some of the kids we went to school with were pretty <laughs> delighted to, to get the opportunity. <laughs> ooh, I get to say, ooh, I can't get in trouble for saying. And he's kind of like, why are you so? Why do you have a boner right now? Hey, you're in grade three. This is what weird. the fuck are you so excited to say that for? <clears throat> Do they say it in To Kill a Mockingbird? I don't know, actually. I don't remember it. Anyways. They might say it like the angry townspeople might say it. Yeah. Well, I don't way. think Atticus himself says it. So. <laughs> Reading it out loud. Oh, that dirty N-word. No, that's not how they say it in the book. You gotta... No, I'm just adding... No, 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 no. Freestyle. Say it angrily like the people in the book would say. I don't <laughs> want to do that. Say it angrily. Just fucking say it. Multiple students from St. Michael's School in Calgary have been suspended after a portion of a conversation between a group of black students and their principal was shared online. The audio recording in question catches the principal uttering a racial slur. So, how come it's okay for you to say the N-word, principal? Oh, so how come it's okay for you to say N-word? Principal Leanne Anderson asked a group of black students questioning their use of the word. So she's Is just, she really asking that? <laughs> like, yeah, so she, she was asking a group of black kids. She actually doesn't know what How come it's idiot. okay for you to say N-word? Well, because... When they say it, it's not in a mean way. Uh, <laughs> they don't say it with venom behind their voices. Yeah. They say it as a term of endearment. And also because, you know, the whole slavery. Yeah. When white people say it, it just takes all the coolness out of the word. It doesn't. just doesn't work. <clears throat> Calgary, uh, one of the students shared the recording with a family member who posted it online, calling the principal's choice to use the N-word unacceptable. <laughs> well, 
The Calgary Catholic School District is defending Anderson's actions and said the principal chose to use the word strictly for educational purposes. I'm pretty sure that the black students have enough education on the N-word. Yeah, you don't need... Pretty sure they would have more education about the N-word. Well, they were educating her, though. In the history. Oh, so she was just white-splaining. Yeah. Oh, okay. The word was more so used in a situation to explain, like, if it's not okay for me to use the word, why is it okay for you to use the word? Yeah, no, we got that. We understand. It's not okay to use the word. (laughs) Fucking idiot. I think the whole point was kind of to clarify that, bottom line, the use of the word is just generally unacceptable for anyone. And she proved that by using the word. (laughs) I don't think these kids are going to stop saying it to each other, though. Well, no. (laughs) She didn't teach them anything. Adora Noafor, an anti-black racism activist. Wait a minute. Huh? An anti-black racism activist. That's worded very poorly. An anti-racism black activist? Yeah, that's how it should be worded, but it says (laughs) anti-black racism activist. (laughs) So she's for racism and she's anti-black? That's what it sounds like. (laughs) That's not a good typo. No, that's not. (laughs) Worst place for that That's worded very poorly. Uh It it would make more sense to put an anti-anti-black racism activist, wouldn't it? She's a... Oh no! She's anti anti black people. Maybe she's an anti black racism. Well, that's what it is. That's what it's supposed to be. She's anti black racism. Oh okay. Pro Asian racism, pro Indian racism. And she's an activist, but instead she's anti blacks and pro act. And she's a activist 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 for racism. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. Oh my god. She said that this type of response illustrates the need for more anti racism training in schools. The use of the N-word without saying N-word, if you are not part of the oppressed population, is oppression. Yeah. That's, okay, yeah. Well, they're years behind over in Alberta. Well, yeah. Is it ca- <laughs> yeah actually, that's, that's, that's what I was trying to say, but this, is, this, this person said it way better than this I This article's actually teaching people in Alberta right now. To police black people on the use of a term that we are taking back for ourselves is not really the correct response. No, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, white lady, to tell this group of black kids that they can't say a word th- that... To each other. To each other. Not to her. Yeah. They're taking it back for themselves. Yeah. So, they can say it. <laughs> and I'm white, so you have to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Who would know better, huh? Multiple students have since been suspended for violating the school's code of conduct. Which is don't expose the racism of the teachers and the yeah, principal. Don't trick the principal into saying Don't trick the principal into showing how <laughs> racist she truly is. That's nuts. Especially because, like, in school, this kid got so, a teacher fired for putting a dunce cap on him one time. Yeah, I heard about that. Fucking retard. So it says here that this is a quote I definitely understand that there is, you know, the possibility that it's coming across that the students are being disciplined for the use of that word. But at the end of the day, they are only being disciplined for having recorded a conversation, taking clips out of context. Yeah, okay. But you explained it exactly how it was supposed posting to... that conversation online. I would like to know the context of why you decided to say the N-word, and that maybe then it'll be okay. Yeah, unless you're reading Huck Finn, 
There's no reason. Or, you know, singing a rap song by yourself in your car <laughs> with your windows up. <laughs> and even then you kind of go... <laughs> <laughs> you look around. <laughs> even then you look around and you still don't say it. You just go... <laughs> 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 no, it's not even worth it anyways. A young... <laughs> got a bad because I'm brown. African American. This is pretty much what we were trying to say. Uh, this is Alberta activist and education consultant Sigal Youssef says that that's the anti-black guy no this is just a different activist it's supposed to be you've taken the power that the word has to be violent and to be used against you and you use it in a completely different context and you're using it as a way to express affection for somebody else what's up faggot (laughs) (laughs) when someone else uses it who is not black who is white especially someone in a position of power like this you're basically saying, I'm taking that power back from you. My figure. And I'm going to use it in the same manner that it was used in the past to put you in a traumatic and violent state. Jesus. What's the word, faggot? <laughs> Anyways, just, God, God's just, not real. Just start saying that instead of the N-word to black guys. <laughs> What's up, faggot? <laughs> How you doing? Shit. That's uh, probably the quickest way to get your ass kicked I've ever heard. But you're not being racist. They can't get mad at you if you're not racist, dude. Okay. <laughs> if you say so. Yeah, I guess. Hey, speaking of gays. Huh? From Outsports.com. Outsports. This is a, this is a milestone. Okay. No gay slurs used by MLB players on the field for first time since 2016. Oh, good for you! Wow. Well, it's because there's no audience there. This is <laughs> Usually from, it's the audience yelling. I was going to say, <laughs> this is from Outsports.com under the tags MLB, Baseball, Homophobia. MLB enters its playoffs after the first season since 2016 where there were no recorded gay slurs uttered by a player. Oh, the only blemish were remarks by a broadcaster. So there was a broadcaster. Oh, yeah, that guy got fired. Yeah, and also there's no recorded gay slurs by players. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a, I think they're watching it because there's no audience to drown out, like having noise to drown out oh, there. Yeah, the cameras can pick them up. Yeah, because before they were probably yelling at all the batters. Eh, fucking nice stands, fucking blah, 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 just like yelling at them. Major League Baseball ended its regular season on Sunday after a COVID-shortened 60 games. For the first time since the 2016 season, there were no players involved in any recorded on-field anti-gay <laughs> oh, controversy. So you could be off the field. However, in the locker rooms where there was no cameras, they were oh god, the faggots were a flying. <laughs> it's a faggot fest in there. <laughs> Call the fire department. This one's out of control. Big old queer fest. They were throwing queers against the wall. And by that I mean just words. Just words. No actual queers. Granted, the season was 102 games shorter than normal. Yeah, usually it's like yeah. And we still have playoffs to go. <laughs> But it's yeah, don't refre- jinx it. But it's refreshing, nonetheless, that we heard no mentions of players using gay slurs. Well, that's a plus. America's pastime. <laughs> the, yeah, it really is America's sport. The only incident of note came in August when longtime Cincinnati Reds... Reds, huh? Hmm. Announced Thom Brenneman used... A, what? Tom? Announcer. Oh. 
That's a typo. They put announced instead of announcer. He used a gay slur over a hot mic. <laughs> Who's hot mic? <laughs> he used a gay slur all over a hot fucking mic. So he was banging a, a guy named Mike and called him a slur. The slur got Brenneman suspended, and then he resigned last week. And it also cost him his NFL announcing gig. It also showed that several Reds players and manager David Bell had no tolerance for homophobia. And it was a positive sign of growth in the sport toward gay players. (laughs) (laughs) There's a positive growth. (laughs) Thom. Relief pitchers. (laughs) (laughs) Matt Bowen and Am- <laughs> Matt Bowen and Amir Garrett Matt Bowen immediately took to Twitter to denounce the remarks and support the LGBTQ plus Garrett <laughs> tweeting to the LGBTQ plus community dash just know I am with you and whoever is against you is against me I'm sorry for what was said today Hot Mike is against me right now What was said What was said <laughs> I want to know what Hot Mike said. <laughs> Longtime Red Star Joe. Maybe these guys, while they're denouncing uh, homophobia, can also denounce racism. You know, the Cincinnati Reds. Man, shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I'll find it. I remember the uh, the recording. I'll see if I can find it on the thing. Oh, oh, homophobia bad. Says the guy on a team named after the color, the racial color of a skin. Jesus. <laughs> Here it is, Tom Tom Brenneman. I think this is it. Oh, it's TMZ Sports, so they're going to talk over it and shit. Ah. He doesn't know it's on. One of the f- capitals of the world. Reds Live, the pregame show. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Do you say we're in the fag capital of the world? Yeah. Well, he's Jesus. talking about the other team. Oh. He's like, oh, they're from there. One of the fag capitals of the world. Oh, so the guy who says, uh, "I have your uh, your back," LGBTQ plus community. I have hot mics back. Also said, uh, Bowman admitted he might not have said anything had the player had he played for another team. Not one of the fag capitals of the world. <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> More than oh yeah, because they were playing San Francisco, I think. Oh yeah. So it, they were. He was asking for it, dude. To players like Sean Doolittle. Sean who? One of the fag capitals of the world. <laughs> <laughs> what a tool. Like that was not even a, a clever fucking thing to say. Yeah, it's about San Francisco, but also that's that had some venom behind it. Oh, that was very vicious. That was like the way you pronounced oh, yeah. it. That had fag apple. Oh world. yeah, that wasn't like ah, oh, don't be a fag. That nah, was like I'm typical. That ah. was like fag. It wasn't, was, it wasn't playful. That was not. Fag <laughs> Oh yeah. What a douche. Well, if you saw a picture of him, he's like a fucking spray pan, spray pan, spray tan like raccoon eyed looking guy. <clears throat> he kind of looks like. Have you ever seen Mulholland Drive? Mm-hmm. Oh no, he doesn't look like that guy. You know the the old man that she has to make out with. Yeah. How he's like super, 
like super tanned and like classic like Florida looking guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what he looked Just like. Just say Florida man. Florida man. To players like Sean Doolittle of the Washington Nationals, long an advocate, long time advocate for LGBTQ issues, the reaction to Brenneman showed that reactions to Brenneman showed that players are evolving. My experience as a player, I really think it's changing. Doolittle said the outrage response to Brenneman's slur is evidence that it's changing. Hmm. I think it's changing. There's evidence that it's changing. Doolittle recounted an incident last year in Philadelphia. When oh, f- one of the. F- oh, I wonder where this is going. In Philadelphia, of course, when a fan called him a fag repeatedly while he was warming up in the bullpen. Well, he didn't be. You shouldn't have been having sex with that man in the bullpen, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, the bull watched. His teammates immediately confronted the fan, called security, and had him ejected from the stadium. Hell yeah. Yeah. Wait, a fan from Philadelphia called someone a fag? <laughs> no. It's no. City, it's a city of brotherly love, dude. They love them. They love incest and gay, apparently. Brotherly love. Wow, what a th- slow fucking news day. Well, it's I, really been a slow entire week. Here's one that you'll enjoy. Okay. And I know you've tried this, or we're going to try this. I have not tried to put my boner up my own Stick butt. Stick up your ass! Close. <laughs> it's impossible to bend it that way. Close. No. Knives made from frozen human feces do not work. What, what, what? Oh, I was just going to ask them if they could From do this. CNET.com, written by Jackson Ryan. Here's the tagline for the article. He chiseled his That's shit That's not a knife. a knife. This is the knife. Big turd. Nobody asked. He just had like some weird hobby on the weekend. He's like, oh, no, it can't happen. <laughs> Making a knife out of frozen human feces is not an effective way to make a knife. Hmm. I'm already learning stuff. Yeah, when would you be in such a pinch that you'd <laughs> that you'd need to take a poo, let it freeze, then chisel it into a knife? Until Thursday, I had lived blissfully unaware of the poop knife. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, good for you! You probably had too. But during the annual uh, LG Nobel Prize ceremony... IG Nobel Prize Ceremony, celebrating science that makes you laugh and makes you think and makes you stink. A research team from the Kent State University and the Cleveland Museum of Natural History took out the prize in material science for making and testing knives made out of frozen human feces. (laughs) The poop knife is real. Goddamn nerds. Their study, published in the Journal of Archaeological Science, reports in October 2019, details the process of freezing and molding a knife out of human excrement and testing its ability to cut through pig hide. Is this like only like Inuits are doing this shit? Like, who the fuck? Nerds! First of all, why? The researchers point to the book Shadows of the Sun and Stains of the Pants. That got me just about as evil as an Eskimo boy can be. By anthropologist Wade Davis. The novel details the tribulations, a well known account, of an old Inuit man who was to be forced from his home and moved to a settlement. He refused to leave, and so his family took away his tools, presumably to get him to move. 
he apparently took to creating his own tools by dropping his pants and defecating on the ice. He then honed the feces into a frozen blade, which he sharpened with a spray of saliva. saliva. Oh, he's quenching it. That's what he's doing. He's putting in the quench. It's like all the judges are sitting around. He took a shit on the ice. <laughs> he's hammering on it. Ba-ding, ba-ding. Sparks are flying. Sparks are, he's got the grinder out. Oh no, he's got a little bit of delamination on his feces right Dips there. Dips it in like a fucking hole in the <laughs> lake. <laughs> oh, he's going for the quench. Ah, I think he quenched too it's early. A great Damascus you've got on your poop knife, sir. <laughs> hey, what is that? Corn? <laughs> is that a corn finish you got on the handle there? He's like, like a. Like a highway divider, one of those plastic ones, and they're like testing it out, just smashing it. <laughs> this knife will cut. It will kill. It won't kill. This <laughs> knife, it stinks. It's like, he's like trying to slice through ropes and stuff. <laughs> you also only have 10 minutes to cut whatever you want to cut before it just thaws in your hand, and you're just holding <laughs> mushy poo, mushy wet poo. You got to put it back on the ice, dude. Extra quench. But the scientists were skeptical. How much truth was there to this story? To find out, the lead researcher ate an Arctic diet high in protein and fatty acids for eight days and began collecting his feces at day four for five days. He could have just made like a, like out of a stick or something, made a weapon. The f- in the tundra? Oh, maybe not the tundra. He could have used a chunk of ice instead of making poo into ice first. <laughs> I'm sure it'll last longer. I have no comment. <laughs> I have nothing to argue against that with. Uh, the feces were then shaped into a knife by using molds or by hand shaping the poop. That's nice. You can see... Hope you wash your hands before you eat anything. You can see one of the hand-shaped knives at the top of the article. Hey! Who wanted the poo-poop platter? <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's nice. It just looks like Mr. Hanky. <laughs> Fucking... Yeah. It literally has a poop handle. He's putting his hand through the poop. Oh my god! That's what you know that that Colonel Sanders looking guy on the on the uh, forged in fire. <laughs> yeah, he always complains about the handles. Like every time he stabs somebody, he's like, "Oh, I kind of wore them. It kind of hurt my hand a little bit on the hand." And it's like I can't really grip it real good. I could barely kill a hooker with this thing. Yeah. The team stored the knives at minus fifty eight degrees Fahrenheit before trying to cut pig hide muscle and tendons, which were thought out. Well thought out, apparently. <laughs> this whole thing was well thought out. Minus 57 Fahrenheit? Yeah. That's like minus 100 Celsius. Yeah. Holy fuck. Well, there's some cold poos. Or no, when it gets into the negatives, is Celsius more or less? Uh, all I know is it's fucking cold. If when it's... it gets in the negatives, it's fucking cold, no matter what it is. <laughs> All right? It's fucking cold. Minus 50 anything is cold. No poop knives were able to cut through the hide. Hmm. There were some... Sh- was the hide at 57 degrees No, it was, it was thawed. It oh, was yeah, thawed it was well out. thawed you out. You made yeah. that joke, remember? Yeah. <laughs> no poop knives were able to cut through the hide. There was some shallow slices on the hide. <laughs> underside, and that was it. Even more impressive is the team used another researcher's fecal samples and tried again. Oh, yeah, maybe it was his diet. But this researcher's diet was more traditionally Western. 
Same result. So he made a poop lasso. Same (laughs) (laughs) result. He made a poop revolver. (laughs) Shot little poop bullets. Little six shooter. Little poop pellets. (laughs) Shot deer. Bolt action. Shot deer poops. The, the team concluded that knives manufactured from frozen human feces are not functional. Well, hard to argue with that. That's some good money put to good use. They note they gave their knives the best possible chance to succeed and still failed to register a deep cut. <laughs> they note that the saliva used in the Inuit man's account is also not used in their study. But they are skeptical this would help. <laughs> it's like a joint, you know, when you like put the whole joint in your mouth after and just kind of wet it. <laughs> you just kind of dampen it a little bit. <laughs> but the, this is a lot of fucking expensive wages getting put to the. Like, they spent how long on this? <laughs> they fucking. They're getting paid to I, do this. This is the dumbest study I've ever heard of. I don't know how long they actually spent on it, but anything more than a minute is too yeah. long. Yeah. However long it takes for the poo to freeze. Also, I disagree. I think it could it could happen. If you stab someone with it, you know, maybe not slicing, but if you're stabbing someone with your frozen poop. Yeah. You could get a guy. I'm sure you could, you know, stab with your poo knife and, yeah, and then they'll know. get like poo poisoning in their blood if you break the skin at all so that's good what if you used the poo knife jammed it down their throat to stab someone in the ass oh my god would they even feel it or would it just feel like a reverse poop maybe it would like freeze to it like your tongue sticks to <laughs> <his hole. laughs> it, like stick to his ass <laughs> oh. <laughs> why is his ass wet is there a bunch of cum in there well it gets excited it gets excited. Yeah, the butt gets excited sometimes when poo knives are... <laughs> Maybe it's nervous. Josh, are you telling me that when you get excited, your butt gets wet like a girl's vagina? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of what I, kind of what I'm hearing right now. No, no, like... Are you under the impression that buttholes get... there's anything get, wrong Are you under the impression that buttholes get wet when excited? <laughs> like a vagina does? Well, that's what I blame it on. How dare you! Is this... When this happens to you, is it like brown... No, it's like a brown, mu- mucusy, brown and watery. It's like mucus. I think that's just the semen from the night before leaking oh, out. Oh Jesus, dude! Come oh, I'm on. sorry, dude. Is that a racial slur? I'm not playing yeah. baseball right now. I'm allowed to do it. <laughs> not racial, gay. <laughs> is that a gay slur? Gays are race now, right? We can. Is it? I think so. It must be. Jesus wasn't white. He was gay. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, lady. All right. Whatever, Karen. I was watching Forge and Fire the other day. For real? Fucking wicked show, dude. Were they making poop knives? Yeah, no poop knives. Maybe we should put that in. Well, they don't work. Send it into the show. But that Colonel Sanders guy, he always does the testing of like the, like the strength of the thing. Like you know, the one guy tries to kill shit. The Japanese Scott Murado looking guy. This knife, it will cut. Yeah, so then the Colonel Sanders guy just likes chopping at stuff just to see if he can break oh, he it. He always chops at like the blocks of wood. That yeah, have. chunks of ice, and he smashes yeah. at it and sees if it rolls the edge or whatever. But <clears throat> if I was on that show, I'd want to be the last knife because he goes so fucking hard. Oh, yeah, you'd just be tired. Yeah, he's winded by the last one, and then he won't do as much damage. Or it could be one of the ones where he's trying to do as much damage as possible, and then on the third guy, he doesn't do as much because he's, he's, he's gassed. It's fucking winded. 
Or he's being slipped fucking ten dollars under the table. <laughs> ten bucks makes or breaks it. <laughs> uh, I don't know how you much. Go to shake like inside the handle of the of the knife is like ten dollars. <laughs> I don't know how much money there is in being a professional knife guy. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure ten bucks would be a sweet deal. Yeah, I guess a lot of times when they go back to their home forges, it's like a trailer. <laughs> it's like a trailer with like a a shed that they start a fire underneath. His life's a blur. Fuck Bigger him. than their house and then it like, yeah. gets to their actual house and it's just like <laughs> their little old wife in a, in a fucking kitchen. It's yeah. Like, oh, we have no bed. We have no furniture. Their we, neighbors hate them. We just have a kitchen and we have <laughs> knife. Knife stock. Knife shop. We have poo knife. We, we have, have knife. We have knife factory. <laughs> and we have kitchen. No bed. No furniture. <laughs> No kids, no dogs. No blades, no bows. Leave your weapons here. We have no kids and no dogs. Yeah, we had kids and we had dogs, but I needed something to test all these knives on. <laughs> Wipe that smile off your face. Yeah, we had a bed and we had furniture, but I needed something to test these knives on. I'm afraid. He yeah. used to beat me with his bare hands. Now he beats me with the side of his blade. I used to beat her with, with my bare hands, but I need something to test my knives on. We I, never fornicate no more. Please, fortune fire crew. Please. <laughs> I fear for my life. Yeah, you like to see homos naked? That's cool, man. Whatever. Anyways, back to the studio. <laughs> Wait, we got That's why I don't, like... They go back to their home forge, right? And then they're like, oh. Not a single dead body <laughs> hanging from the roof. Yeah. I think they have to clear it out, but I always feel bad for the neighbors because this guy's just out there 24 hours a day, just like clang, 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 bang, clang, and then it's usually smoking, these guys fire smoking and billowing out. Usually, all the time. when it shows their home forges, you're like on a fucking house in the middle of nowhere in the boonies. Yeah, rednecks, so. farmers. What I think is that what they, what you just said, they probably have to take that down. Not dead bodies, but like I expected more porno. You ever seen like a car guy's garage? There's just yeah, naked just, chicks hanging everywhere. Yeah, like calendars. You would think that these fucking weird knife guys would have like <laughs> probably just naked goblins or pictures something. Pictures of Zelda know. or some pictures shit. Pictures of fucking Xena warrior princess. <laughs> yeah. uh, she's a lesbian, isn't she? Yeah, but she fucking holds a sword. That, so. <laughs> For a lesbian, she <laughs> does hold a good sword. <laughs> she's not running around with just a shield, you know? She has a sword. Great googly moogly. Just a, I think she's bisexual. Just a sheath. She doesn't have just a sheath. She's she's got a sword in there as well. Whoa, what's that? That's my sheath. Where's your sword? Ah, I'm gay. <laughs> I'm a lesbian. I only have sheaths. I just touch my my sheath on other ladies a little bit. <laughs> Ew. That's actually kind of gross, Josh. What touching sheaths? No, not that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing between. Two lovely lesbian women. What's gross? Your face. Oh my god. <laughs> I just I just noticed now. Really? Yeah, I didn't notice before, but it's the I just, autism. Just kinda realized that your face is quite horrifying to look at. <laughs> it's grotesque. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't keep a straight face. You're beautiful. Thank you. My face, however. Ugh. Shit. Tell me about it, dude. You gotta right. be on this side of the table. All right, uh, it's too thin. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's too thin. I got a butt chin. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even see your butt chin. Yeah, that's it smells like a butt. 
Because it's got poo particles it's in been your in, beard. In your dad's asshole. What? <laughs> That's right. You're the one that made that study of the poo particles in the beard. That's right. Your Todd was telling me a story. He's like, "Yo, man, you'll never guess what happened to my son today. He almost shit himself." And I was like, "Speaking of Just shit, recently, bend over and spread them cheeks. I'm gonna fucking lap that up like a dog." <laughs> Taste of love juice. <laughs> Stick your ass on the floor. I'll lap it up like a puppy dog. <laughs> Anyways. Is that an episode, dude? I think so. I gotta go pick up my dog soon. Mm. But I gotta just drink this beer. First. I didn't know she'd fallen down. Well, she's quite fat. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, see you later, fellas. Later, dude. Do
I can't even get a fucking spotlight rigged up without Dopey the Dick here yelling at me about acting.